0: homie okay um, okay hey, anyway hi. welcome to the coffee, coffee house coffee theater Co- company podcast <laughs> oh my <laughs> mateo, he's I couldn't, I couldn't remember what it was so i just waited for you i know he does this a lot so right now mateo is on a mission this whole podcast is, is gonna be mateo's footsteps it's cute i'm so sorry but at least he, he's really adorable so it's fine he is very cute. So yesterday, Brianna Romer got married, and it's now Brianna Saint. New. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we were both at the it. wedding, and it was so fun. I was at the wedding. Erin Clooney was a guest. It was so much fun. Yes. It was really. It was beautiful out, and like this. The math. Well, I don't know. It's you should not. Probably talk louder. Noise. I feel like you're talking very quiet today. Oh, am I? Yeah. I'm sorry. Hi. Okay. Anyway, okay. so, um, okay. I'm sorry. Just checking the mic. Okay. Um, oh, the ceremony was like. It was, I don't know. I thought it was like so good. Like Nora singing, and it was just like so beautiful. And it was so quick. <laughs> Catholic masses. Oh my God. They fine. literally take a hot second. But it was so great. It was it was, it was really awesome. Uh, it's just it's so crazy because I I saw like their whole relationship blossom. And I've been, I've been there for the beginning, and now I got to see her marry him. Yeah, ah, That is so good. It was, oh, it was it, it was, was just it was such a fun night. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I just I don't even know what to say. But like I don't know if Brana listens to this. But Brana, we love you and you look so beautiful she did i she literally really did. I, she I, did. I cried when i saw her walk out because they did like the first looks like the bridesmaids oh yeah i literally saw her and i went oh and then Brittany started crying because she heard me do that oh. and she was already about to cry Brittany is her sister yeah she did she was crying oh, a yeah. lot and then kirsten which is brianna's husband nate his sister yeah she looked over at Brittany and started crying. Then I looked over at those two and started crying. And then like we were all crying. And then Brianna oh. walked down from these steps and she saw us. And then she also started crying. And then we were all just a mess. Oh. And then we watched the first look between her and her dad. We were peeking in the background. We were watching. And then we started crying again because her dad started crying when he saw her because he had not seen the dress or anything. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Aww. This is so cute. Except this is so funny. So our bridesmaids dresses. us. <laughs> Three out of the five bridesmaids, the little clip in the back snapped before we even like left her house after getting ready. Oh really? No. Mine was the first one. I bent down we had like these robes, like you know they don't really have robes oh, yeah. or whatever, and it was on the floor because I got into my dress. I was bending down to pick it up, and all of a sudden I heard snap, and my the um, was it that bow? No, it was underneath the bow. Okay. It had snapped, and I was like, oh no, this is not good. And Bailey goes, oh, I'll, which is Brandon's other sister. She goes, I'll go get you a. Safety pin. So Bayla goes, and she bends down to pick up the safety pin and snap. Oh, my gosh. And she goes, we need more safety pins. (laughs) Uh (laughs) And so we're fixing all this, and about an hour later, Nate's sister, Kirsten, hers went, snap. Oh, my gosh. You would probably bring some to the wedding just in case. (laughs) It was so bad, but it was just, it was like, okay, thank goodness this happened beforehand. Yeah. Rather than, like, being during the service or whatever and then all of a sudden it happens like what have been so bad. But I've never been to a service before where the bridesmaids and the groomsmen been stand up there the whole time though. Oh yeah. Did you get tired of standing? Yeah. That's I, okay though. I, I would. I didn't even think about that. I've never been to um a ceremony, like a wedding ceremony, where it like was so quick, I was like, Whoa, this is Interesting. I okay. liked it though. I mean, I have before, but I don't remember the Bridesmaids and group group standing up there the whole time, but it was fine. Oh. So. I literally, <laughs> I slept until 12 today. I was so tired and I have like sores and blisters all over my feet. Oh, same. <sighs> it, it's, it hurts. That dance floor was lit last night. It was so good. <laughs> it was. Wow, there was a lot of people there. It was so like, good. And I don't know know if you saw this or not, but so it was one of the slow songs and me and Cody were dancing and his parents were there because, okay, Cody is Nate, Brandon's husband's cousin and so all of Cody's family was there as well, since they're cousins. Um, And so his mom and dad were there and they (laughs) they were dancing and all of a sudden his mom cut in and kind of like smashed Cody and then Cody's dad was like one dance with me, and so then I danced with his dad, and I was a little bit little confused what was going on. But I was oh just really? Of and oh, here, fail. I'm sorry, guys. Okay, let me entertain you for a hot second, and then I'll finish the story. It is a beautiful day out. Is it? No, it's not. It's so cold, <laughs> and it's it's gloomy, and it's freezing, and I'm just I'm I'm trying not to uh, think about it because it makes me really sad. It's fine. I'm, I am mean, yesterday was beautiful, which is good because it was a wedding. Okay, Aaron's back. So I finish my story. Okay. Anywho, where was I even at? Um, oh, I'm dancing yeah. with Cody's dad. And he goes, Yeah, Pam, which is Cody's mom, is like, What do you think Rachel would say if we just switched partners? And he's like, I told her I don't think she'll mind at all. So they actually did it. And I was like, Yeah, I don't really care. I'm just kind of going with it. <laughs> wow, well, look at you. I know. Rochelle? I know. So fun. Do you have any fun um, updates on your life? No. What is that sound? I hear sounds. Yes. Sorry, everyone. I don't hear sound because I don't have AirPods in today. Just Aaron. Okay. Is it better? Hello? Yes. Okay. So. Anyway, no. I really don't have any life updates, except the fact that Brandon got married yesterday and that was just That's a pretty big life update. That was a really big life update. How about you? I'm almost done with the semester and I'm so excited. Ah. I'm so done with online learning and I think in the beginning of May, I'm gonna be going on some vacations. Don't know exactly where to. On some, like more than one? I think so. With who? Well, one is like my family. And then I think m- probably me and Abby are going to go somewhere and just like, live a good life. Yeah. Which Abby? Abby guest. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think we're going to do that. Um, just you two? Yeah. That'd be fun. So cause we're both like big travel people and we're both people who really need to get out of Mercer County. And I was like, I found my, uh, I think my Vince was like, anyone want to go somewhere with me? And she was like, yeah. So I was like, Oh okay. Did you really? Why do I always miss these posts? no that's what everyone says like when I said I was going to Michigan like everyone was like what I didn't I didn't see that I was like oh well I'll have to go look Erica at didn't see either <laughs> I was like well I mean I literally just do whatever you know I just love doing random things and just like spontaneous you know also I just get bored of everything and people in general you're know. live a good life. Oh, I do. I saw Alexis Heath yesterday. Not just because of the wedding. We actually got coffee before the wedding. Oh, Alexis we went to Rooster Joe's, which is so cute on the inside, and has really good coffee. And we just were thriving, talking about life. She is one of like she's both of uh Rachel and I's friend. Um, but we, me and her, are actually the same grade, and so we've been friends for a long time. I but just she's pop awesome. up everywhere. <laughs> we all just kind gonna- of. But she's um, also engaged, and is going to get married. I, don't even, I forget when, i got going to lie. Next summer. Isn't it like May? Actually, um, no, I'm thinking someone else, but yeah. So I'm, I'm crazy, out. she's going to get married, and I'm just like, I'm a child. Isn't that, like, this is such a weird time in our life, because we have friends who are engaged, we have friends who are married now, officially, Yeah. we have friends that, are gonna start having babies soon. We have some who are very single. We have some who are in very good, like committed relationships, and like it's just like everybody's it's so has, weird. It's like everybody's like around the same age, but everybody's just at such different spots in their life. Yeah, like, and it's weird. Shut up. Sorry, These things are this thing's making the sound again. Don't mind me. But you were like... telling me to shut up. But mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I guess we'll just be silent the rest of the podcast. <laughs> we're <Okay>. back. <laughs> Haha. I'm sorry. Um, okay, so anyway, before we jump, wait, sorry, I do you have anything else you wanted to say before we jump in? No. What was it? I think so. Okay, so coffee today okay. is <laughs> being, not here yet, it's being delivered by the one, the only, Cody, my boyfriend. Codus. Codus. I need to, I call people a name Cody, I know, it's weird. One of the bridesmaids yesterday, it was one of Brianna's friends, her name's Abby. Yeah. Oh, she... She was trying to like name off the groomsmen and she was going in order and she got to Cody and she was like, Colin. I was like, No, his name's Cody. And then she was like, Oh, okay. And you know, she went through, she was like, Okay, let me try this again. And she started over and she's got them and she called him Colin again. And I'm like, nope, still no, not still, <laughs> still, still not Colin. <laughs> it's Cody. And she's like, You know what? He just looks like a Colin. He's just going to be Colin now. And so she called him Colin the rest like, of Okay. The time. She just called him Colin the rest of the time. So it's like, whatever. Okay, anyway, that was super random. But okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. He's going to bring us coffee. Yeah. Um, he doesn't drink coffee, and he's going to McDonald's because it's a Sunday, and nothing's open. Yeah. Aaron's- we always come on Sundays. <laughs> so bad. Aaron's getting a caramel macchiato, and I told Cody to surprise me, and this is going to be interesting because he doesn't drink coffee. I have no oh. clue what's going to come back. That'll be interesting. I know. He literally goes... I was, like, surprised me. And he goes, that's a really bad idea. I said, no, it's not. So, anyway, he's going to be here coming in, like, halfway through our podcast, Yes, we'll have him say hi. Yes, and then we'll thrive. Okay, today anyway is a musical review episode. Boom! What you gonna do? Do you actually? Whoa, 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 whoa! What are you doing? Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought like something was wrong because you just like all of a sudden your face went blank and you looked into the microphone and you like <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I'm just in a different, I'm just, I'm in a different headspace today. Me too. Not even like my normal struggle self. I know, it's just like, just weird. Like, Like Brandon got married yesterday and I'm just kind of confused and also really happy for it. And I was like, my whole entire week has been her. I literally have been with her almost every single day this week, helping her get ready. And I took off school on Friday to help her. And... Like, well, I, was, was I know I was like with her all Wednesday evening all Thursday evening oh you've had an interesting week there. Friday <laughs> I took off school completely to be with her so like now like all of that's over with and I'm just like what okay but anyway let's get started do you want to go first or do you want me to go first I want to go first are you sure you've not done this musical I have before? not done this are you positive? I am positive. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, how positive are you? 500. <gasps> well, that's a big number. Yes. But I'm 100% sure because I've never heard of this musical before. I've never heard of my musical either. So We're like living a good yeah. life. We're kind of just like spontaneous and cool. And and thriving. We're just actually lazy. <laughs> well, at least I am. I count for myself. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> I'm only part-time lazy. Okay, whatever. Lies. Okay. So this musical is called Lady in the Dark. Hold up. I'm going to stop you because i got to sneeze. Okay. Okay, Okay, we're good. This way sneezes for some reason I had a yawn. Oh, dang it. I feel like I might need to sneeze again. I'm either having really bad allergies right now or I'm getting a... Okay. okay, I'm getting a sinus infection. It's one or the other. I'm not a sinus infection. Okay, I need to get allergy tested again because last time I got allergy tested I was young and I said I had no allergies. Like the older I get, the worse my seasonal allergies get. Like yesterday you we, were, can develop something. we were taking photos yesterday and like the wind was blowing and everything and my eyes were watering so bad I could barely keep them open. So I feel like I'm having some really bad allergies. Oh honey. Living my best life, can you hear? Do I sound stuffy to you? a little bit. Yeah. I, it was even worse this morning. I got up. I was talking like this. Like, I literally had no voice at all. them was like this. it was all like, I was Hello? That was a cute voice. <laughs> okay. okay. I am ready to go. Sorry, I'll stop distracting. Yeah. Let's do this. And we're good. We're good. Okay. So, Lady in the Dark. um, so Act 1. Actually, the lyrics I would like to sing were written by Ira I read Gershwin. I just know everyone normally just calls him Gershwin. Yes. And he's like really well known. Yes. Famous. We stand him. We stand him. So I just kind I've never of heard that of now. this musical though before. It doesn't sound like it. And it was read by Gershwin? Yeah. I never like really know much about that. Like I know some of he's written a lot of like jazz standards, but like I didn't I didn't know about like these musicals. But yeah. okay. okay, go ahead. So act one, Liza Elliott, editor of the fashion magazine Allure has come to consult Dr. Brooks, a psychiatrist. She insists she is physically well and normal in her behavior, but has been suffering from seizures of depression and fatigue. Me. Asked by Dr. Brooks to describe anything that comes to mind, however insignificant, Eliza mentions a song that she learned in childhood, which now haunts her Continually, continually... in moments of terror, because she cannot com- complete it, she begins to hum the song's initial motive, and what? and oh, so she she starts humming the song, and then like everyone's care, like it kind of carries goes back in time, I think, um, into like Eliza's dream world. She is no longer the conservatively dressed and prim editor, but a radiant redhead, a red-haired beauty to whom all pay homage. Homage. Why can't I not speak today? Why do words seem so weird? Okay, The scene melts away, and Dr. Brooks points out that in this dream, Liza sees herself as a glamorous woman, unlike her appearance in real life. Another contradiction is that while Liza tells other women how to be beautiful in her magazine, she herself does not take advantage of this advice. Okay, back in Liza's office, a screen star, Randy Curtis, has come to be photographed for the magazine. After he leaves, Kendall Nesbitt, publisher of Allure, is it Allure? Yeah, Allure. I said Allure earlier. It's okay. I was going to let you go. <laughs> Allure. <laughs> and Liza's lover. Okay. Um, arrives to inform her that his wife has finally agreed to divorce him and that they will soon be free to marry. I was at first like, huh? Yeah. So. I got you. Girl. Okay. I got it. I got it. We're good. Okay. Keep going. I was just also thinking about it myself. Okay. This noose does not have the expected, exhilarating effect on Liza. On the contrary, she feels depressed and faint. Dismissing Kendall abruptly, she locks the door and falls wearily on a couch. Suddenly, she begins to hum the child's tune and drifts into another dream. In in this dream, which starts in her girlhood, she is going to marry Kendall Nesbitt. But Randy Curtis intervenes with a passionate declaration of love. In her indecision, she recalls a school play, and suddenly, the wedding ceremony degenerates into a nightmare. Oh, have fun. This girl's got a lot of issues. I feel kind of bad for her. How many, like, dreams I do she you I know feel like she lives in her dreams. Like, yeah. She's always dreaming. It's kind of a great idea, though, for a musical, you know? It okay. is, though. At her next session with Dr. Brooks, Liza reveals that her preference for simple clothes dates from early childhood. She says she has a dinner date with Randy, which she intends to break. Uh, dr. Brooks points out that her fetish for plain fetish for plainness is a refusal to compete with other women and that her dread of marriage comes from the fear of having Kendall all to herself these revelations so anger Liza that she rushes out of the office the next morning Liza comes late to her uh, wait, to her okay sorry the next morning Liza comes late to her office where a new issue of a Allure. I don't know why that <laughs> word's weird really to me. Allure. 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 Now I can't. Now it doesn't even sound like oh, a no, word no, anymore. No, allure. Allure. I think it's allure. 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 I can't even do it. It doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Okay. This is dumb. Oh, sorry. A new issue of this magazine is going to, a <laughs> up, going to press. When Kendall enters, she tells him she does not want to marry him. She is also abrupt with her advice, or advertising manager, Charlie Johnson, who, because Liza is married to her desk, has no chance for advancement and is leaving. Randy comes to take her to dinner. She had forgotten she had made this date, but decides to dress elegantly for the first time and join Ray, Randy for a night on the town. Poor woman. She's like all over the place. She's that? just not living a good life. Yeah. Okay, this is act two. (laughs) Okay. So random. (laughs) It didn't end on a big like shebang, but you know. Maybe it does like in the actual show. Like maybe it's a big number. Yeah, true, true. Okay. Uh, Okay. Liza is in her office the following afternoon where she cannot decide whether the cover design for the next issue will be a standard Easter cover or a circus scene. Magically, the circus scene comes to life. <laughs> okay. A, this is so random. I feel like this you would just feel like you're high the whole time. Like you're just tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to go now. Okay. Ha <laughs> With Russell Paxton, the photographer of that magazine. Allure. Allure. As the ringmaster. The main event is a trial in which Liza is tried for her inability to make up her mind. Oh gosh, honey. Literally, if I was in that case, I would be going to jail for my whole time. Yep. <laughs> I can't make decisions. Kendall Nesbitt gives evidence. There is an irrelevant but hilarious interruption, and finally, Liza tries to defend herself, but in vain. That evening, Liza returns to Dr. Brooks and tells him that she has experienced, once again, the hurt and humiliation of her childhood. As she talks, Liza is carried back to the times when she was made to feel unattractive by her father. Aww. Oh, it's Cody. He's here. Hello. Oh, it's locked. Okay, um, Aaron's going to entertain you. Goodbye, people. Well, how am I supposed to... Um... <laughs> Hello, everyone. Oh, I don't know how Rachel does this all the time. It's good thing you know, I don't have a podcast by myself. I wouldn't know what to do. Now I just feel like I'm talking to myself. I feel like a loser. Okay, well... If anyone knows how to say the word allure, please slide it to our DMs and explain or send us, I don't know. Just I don't know how I would say the word. Rachel, hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 Hey, I don't really like doing this. I don't know how you do this all the time because I'm just standing here like, oh, thank you. Okay, wait, 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 come back. Say hello. Hello. Say it into the mic. Hello. <laughs> well, they probably... Oh my god, Mateo, I swear. This is Cody, and we now have coffee. So, Erin, finish your story, and then we'll talk about our coffee. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh, this is the well, We just got to such a sad part. Okay, okay so... As she talks, Liza is carried back to the times when she was made to feel unattractive by her father, then scorned by her prince in a school play, and finally abandoned by her beau. Beau? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? I'm listening. Oh, okay, okay. Just keep going. At the high school prom. God, what the heck? Dr. Brooks emphasizes that Liza, having lost the succession of boyfriends, sought refuge in being plain. <laughs> She, oh, imagine she, being attacked. She really like that. just wants to be a basic bitch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm so Stop sorry. They're like, the doctor's like, listen. Your problem here is you got rejected, and so now you're like, I, I'll just be plain. Yeah. So that I won't feel bad when boys reject me. <laughs> okay. That as a woman, she has been denying herself this form of feminine identity. This is the randomest thing to build and use, like, building music. Ah mama. <laughs> I, okay. The lifting of the mental block brings release and she sings for the first time in its entirety the haunting song she's been trying to remember. I wanna know what this song is. And that's is. like the song that she's been keeps humming like over and over again. That goes into some dream. That I feel <laughs> like maybe she shouldn't sing those songs. I think she anymore. should high Honestly. <laughs> I swear. Okay. One week later at that office, Liza is in better spirits than she has been in months. And Randy urges her to marry him. She has the strength he needs, he confesses, since he... What the heck? Oh, since he himself is actually weak. Liza asks for time to think his proposal over when Charlie enters to say goodbye. For the first time, Liza recognizes a salient truth that has so long been eluding her. It is Charlie that she loves. What? Wait, who's Charlie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even recognize you that. They said his name, Her a- her advertising manager, Charlie Johnson. And he decided, I think he, he, oh, he decided to leave because Liza is married to her desk and he can never advance because she just does everything. (laughs) He literally was mentioned one time. Mr. and Mrs. Desk. Yes. (laughs) Um, Okay. She asked him to stay and share the stewardship of the magazine. And so then I guess they're in love now. She has so many love interests. I'm so confused. She's plain, but she has so many love interests. Okay, is that well, it? Maybe ends? that's how that works. Yes, that's it. Then it just ends. See how uninteresting that was? Not Okay. okay maybe the it is, is if you saw it in real life. Maybe this know. is why nobody has heard of this musical before. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the music's really good. Like, I bet it is. I mean, if it's by Gershwin, it probably is. Yeah, I would assume. But... What the heck? It's so random, though. I wonder... I, f- I kind of figured she was going to fall in love with the therapist, you know? I don't know what I thought was happening. I was just kind of vibing. Or maybe she's gonna have an affair. I don't know. <laughs> an affair? Well, an affair she, to her desk? No, she's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's married to her desk. <laughs> this girl's wild. Okay. Well, that was interesting. Not really. Not a great musical, <laughs> but it's fine. It could be. Maybe there was just... Well, I didn't get it on like Wikipedia because it didn't have it on there. So I look at up. Stop giving away where we get our musicals from. <laughs> We don't, we don't get all of our plots from Wikipedia, <laughs> we don't just read it straight yeah, off our phone from, from Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> I literally hate that, I found it literally like 20 minutes ago, I found mine well, 5 before we started, okay, yeah, I found it like a 25 before I started, so interesting, good for you, but it could have been just because it came from that website that was really boring, it was just not exciting, okay, um, yeah, let's talk about coffee want, fast, um, okay, talk about what did you coffee. get me Cody? You tell me. Carbo frappe? Yeah. I have a carbo frappe. Someone's basic. <laughs> Look at her, she is basic. I know. Shut up! I don't I'm need to basic. be attacked here on my own podcast. Says the one who gets the same thing over and over and over. Of basic. I don't ever get this. Oh, I'm not talking to you. Oh, oh no! he's attacking me! <laughs> Okay, yes. I don't own boots like those though. Fired, oh. So. I think we've accepted we're both basic. Yeah. Okay, anyway, what do you have? Um, a caramel, Iced caramel macchiato. Is it good? Yeah, it's really good, actually. So here's it's the issue good. with mine. It's super- It's fake coffee? No, it's super um milk, phlegmy type of stuff. Is it always like that, and they just make it weird? Or it's, it's always just, like that. No. <laughs> My sinuses uh, are hating me right now. But it tastes good. Okay, okay. that makes sense. <laughs> what? They're treats. For the dog. It's like here you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ignoring. Okay. Anyway, um, let's get to my musical, shall we? Wait, I'm, what is it even? I'm about to tell you. It's called Doctor Horrible's Sing-Along Blog. <laughs> Oh my god, no. What? This is like dog with a blog. What, okay, that just reminded me of <laughs> the show. Just the word blog it. I know. <laughs> That's what it makes me dig it first time now. okay? Anytime Heron, Heron Heron. Oh my god. <laughs> Heron? Oh. Heron? Red Heron?
1: <laughs> Anytime okay. Erin hears
0: the word blog. Dog with a blog. Okay? I don't know. <laughs> my, mind. We've talked about this so many times. Okay, I actually want to read the descriptions behind this because this isn't your normal Musical. Is it like a Star Kid type of thing? It's, it's not. Weird? Okay, so I'm gonna read like the background. So this it's a series that was written by writer director Josh, Joss, J O S S, Joss, Joss. Okay. Wendon and his brother Zach Wendon, and Jed Wendon, and writer and actress Marissa Tancharan. Whatever those names don't matter. Let's just keep going. Okay. So the team wrote this musical during the 2007-2008 Writers Guild of America strike. The idea was to create something small and inexpensive, yet professionally done, in a way that would circumvent the issues that were being protested during the sh- during the strike. I could it. Okay. Alor. Sur- Sur- alor. I asked when he were gone. I was like, if anyone knows how to say the word alor, sign into. going to be the only one who slides She always does them. She's like, I know what you were talking about on that episode. (laughs) Okay, anyway. Reception has been overwhelmingly positive. On October 31st, 2008, Time Magazine named it number 15 in Time's Top 15 Inventions of 2008. It also won the People's Choice Award for Favorite Online Sensation and then the 2009 Hugo Award for Best Dramatic Presentation, Short Form. In the inaugural 2009... Streamy Awards for Web Television, Dr. Horrible won seven awards. Um, and it also won a 2009 Creative Arts Emmy Award for Outstanding St- Social Class Short Format Live Action Entertainment Programs. So it consists of three acts of approximately 14 minutes each. So it's really not long at all. And they were first released online in July of 2008 as individual episodes with two day intervals between each release. So, like, so it's a musical, but it's not your typical musical. You can't like see it in a theater. It's like yeah. all just online. Yes. <laughs> Cody. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it, I swear. <laughs> what, job, what are you working out. <laughs> OK. Anyway, you ready? Yes. So it's act one, act two, and act three, but it's pretty much like episode one, episode two, episode three. OK. okay. That
1: makes
0: make sense. So it all plays 14 together. minutes each. Yeah. It was done during a strike. All right, okay. so act one. Dr. Horrible is filming an entry for his video blog, giving updates on his schemes and responding to various emails from his viewers. Asked about the her, in parentheses, that is often mentioned, he launches into a song about Pen- Penny, the girl he likes from the laundromat. The song is cut short when his evil moisture buddy, Moist, <laughs> Wait, what? His name's Moist? Yeah. That's terrible. And it's his evil moisture buddy. His name okay. Is, his name is Moist. <laughs> He's a crush of penny from the laundromat. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> oh, it's. <sorry. laughs> oh <my God. laughs> you should have heard. I actually did it in church yesterday. Of course. Of I, was, I said the Lord's name babe. Okay. <gasps> okay, anyway. Moist brings up a letter from Bad House, the leader of the evil leagues of evil. The letter informs Dr. Horrible that his application for entry into the league will be evaluated and that they will be watching for his next heinous crime. Okay. The following day, Horrible prepares to steal a case of wonderflonium for his time-stopping freeze ray by commandeering, commandeering the courier van using a remote control device. I don't really know what that sentence means. <laughs> 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 Alright, Penny happens to be on the same street and appears asking him to sign a petition to turn a condemned city building into a homeless shelter. We love Penny. Yes. However, the remote requires his attention and he appears uninterested in her and her cause. As Penny leaves, Horrible is conflicted, but opts to steal the wonder Flornium, telling himself that a man's gotta do what a man's gotta do. As Horrible remotely drives the van away, Captain Hammer appears and takes over Horrible's song, smashing the remote control receiver and inadvertently causing the van to veer towards Penny. Hammer pushes her out of the way into a pile of garbage, just as Horrible regains control of the van and stops it, making it appear that Captain Hammer stopped the van with his bare hands. The two confront each other, with Hammer repeatedly slamming Horrible's head on the van's hood but Penny emerges to thank Hammer, making him forget about beating up Dr. Horrible. As Hammer and Penny serenade each other, Horrible jealously glares at them while he makes off with the wonder of And that's the end of Act 1. Okay, (laughs) wait, okay. Uh, What is with Captain... Okay, never mind. Why are their names so weird? Because it's, I don't know, it's... Okay. It's it's supposed to be funny, so... Oh, okay. (laughs) It's supposed to be funny, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Act Act 2. Also known as episodes. So two. weird they have three acts, at the but it's like three episodes. I know. It's just like Doctor Horrible stalks Penny and Captain Hammer on their dates. Horrible sings of the misery of the human condition, and Penny sings of <laughs> hope <laughs> and the possibility of redemption. Penny and Horrible, known to her as Billy, begin to talk openly as friends. So I guess he just popped up on a date and was like, "Yo," and she's like, "Yo," and now they're talking. Okay. He's also known as Billy. Okay. On okay. his blog, Horrible reveals that his freeze ray has been completed and that he plans to use it the next day. The following post reveals that he has failed as Hammer and the LAPD watch his blog. <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. He, he like, just show up. He like, no, like, he gives all of his, like, what he's doing on his blog and then the LAPD and they're like, Hammer watch the blog. They're, and like, they're yeah, like, you know. <laughs> you know, this is... All right, anyway, they watched the blog, and they were ready for him, with Hammer giving him a black eye. He then receives a phone call from Bad Horse. Horse? I thought it was House. Let me see if I read that wrong. Give me a second. It is called Bad Horse. Maybe it misspelled. No, it's called Bad Horse. I read that wrong, not Bad Uh Horse. Bad Horse, that's the group he wants to join. And he's reprimanded, saying that the only way to be inducted now is to commit an assassination. (gasps) Okay. Horrible <laughs> is conflicted and can't decide on a victim or he, even if he wants to commit a murder at all. Even though the League will deny his application if he doesn't. Billy, uh, Dr. Horrible, trapped with Penny over frozen yogurt at the laundromat about his problem. At the laundromat? It doesn't mean Okay. We could go literally anywhere. They went to the laundromat. <laughs> Day, nine. <laughs> about his problems. So they talk about his problems. Uh, As they grow closer, Penny mentions that Captain Hammer is planning to drop by. Billy panics and tries to leave, only to run into Hammer as he walks in. They feign ignorance on recognizing each other, but when Penny leaves them alone, Hammer reveals that he recognizes Billy as Dr. Horrible. Captain Hammer then taunts Dr. Horrible about his crush on Penny, happy to be taking the one thing that Dr. Horrible wants most. It becomes obvious that Hammer doesn't really care about Penny, but just wants to sleep with her to spite Horrible. Horrible decides to kill Hammer, as his heinous crime, for admission to Bad Horse's Evil League of Evil. And that's the end of Act 2. Okay, wait. So Captain Hammer doesn't actually even want to be with Penny? No. He knows that Dr. Horrible wants to be with Penny, and so he's like, I'm going to sleep with her just to show you what I can do. Okay. Interesting. I thought he was supposed to be a good guy. Not all guys are as good as they seem okay i guess you're right act three i'm sorry i'm just watching cody's been awkwardly walking around the basement and now he just fixed the tv and is playing Wii. how do you even know we had a wee at work No, you do i don't know why we actually normally have another extra Wii, i'm pretty sure i don't know where they come from i'm just that's why we keep just randomly laughing because he's just doing yeah, yeah, sort of random stuff and it's really funny. Okay. <laughs> Act three, also known as episode three, also known as the last. The city is abuzz with Captain Hammer's crusade to help the homeless, and he's considered the city's new hero. Penny ponders her relationship with Captain Hammer, waiting at the laundromat to share frozen yogurt with the absent Billy. <laughs> Wait, she's gonna now she wants to get frozen yogurt with the other guy with. Dr. Horrible. Oh, okay. Also known as Billy at the laundromat. Okay. I guess this laundromat sells frozen yogurt. I don't really know. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> While well, you're waiting idea. for your clothes to dry, <laughs> <laughs> frozen, <laughs> frozen yogurt. <laughs> you know, it's a lot better for you than ice cream. <laughs> and the toppings are endless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, so. Continue. I just don't get it. They could have. Whatever. You, you know, know what? what? I'm not gonna argue. Oh god, but I can't really go. Sends right. him an like, email. Uh, I'm wait. upset about <laughs> <upon> this <these laughs> Okay. So she's do. waiting for Billy, and Dr. Horrible goes into seclusion while obsessively constructing a death raid to kill Captain Hammer once and for all. Oh, At the opening for a new homeless shelter, where a statue of Captain Hammer will be unveiled, Captain Hammer begins a speech of encouragement to the homeless but it degenerates into self-centered, condescending praise of his own excellence and relationship with Penny. Okay. Penny, embarrassed and disillusioned, quietly tries to leave as the crowd joins in singing Hammer's song, but they are interrupted by the appearance of Dr. Horrible, who uses the freeze ray on Captain Hammer, cutting his song short. Dr. Horrible taunts the shocked crowd and declares that they cannot recognize that Hammer's disguise is slipping, and he reveals a second, more lethal laser gun, his completed death ray. At last, Horrible aims the lethal weapon at the frozen form of Captain Hammer, but hesitates. At that moment, the freeze ray unexpectedly fails, and a sudden revived Hammer punches Horrible across the room. The death ray falls from his hands, damaging it. Hammer then picks up the death ray, turns it on Horrible, and triumph- triumphantly completes the final note of his prior song. So extra. Oh, okay. <laughs> However, ignoring Dr. Horrible's warnings, Hammer pulls the trigger, and the damaging death ray misfires. The weapon explodes in Hammer's hands, injuring him and causing him pain. Apparently for the first time in his life. He flees, a wailing wreck, asking for someone maternal. What? What? That's what it says. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) He's like, I need somebody maternal. I need my mom. I need my mom (laughs) someone maternal. (laughs) This is such like Like, it's, it's like, good but there's, like, random parts. She's like, why did they include that? Okay. Dr. Horrible realizes suddenly that he has succeeded in vanquishing his nemesis, but still having not committed the murder required by the League. Unfortunately, he discovers Penny slumped against a wall impaled by sharp nail from the exploding weapon. Tragically, she dies in Horrible's arms, deliriously reassuring him that Captain Hammer will save them. Oh, this is sad. Dr. Horrible declares a ferric victory with the world he wanted at his feet seeing that her death is ironically the murder he required in the aftermath Horrible gains infamy and is free to commit additional crimes unfettered by Captain Hammer who is seen on a psychiatric couch sobbing to his therapist Like I just want someone maternal (laughs) I just need somebody maternal to help me (laughs) no um Horrible becomes a member of the league, striding into a party in celebration of his uh, induction. Attending, attended by Moist. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Moist. <laughs> and the villains, Pink Pumpler and Purple Pimp. Okay. <laughs> Doctor Horrible, donning a new outfit, red cloak, glove, black gloves, and his goggles covering his eyes, takes the seat of the league. Composed of fellow supervillains, tie-dye, snakebite, professor normal, dead Bowie, fake Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, these are all like villains. Yeah. This reminds me of Rick and Ralph. They're like all the villains. how <laughs> yeah, you know, they're like <laughs> support group thing. Um, Fury Laika and Bad Horse, who proves to be an actual horse. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he, he addresses the camera saying, Now the nightmare's real, and in working to make the world, the whole world kneel that he won't feel, he completes the line, a thing, in a final blog as Billy out of costume, staring into the camera, and that's how it ends. So it kind of ends like a cliffhanger. Yeah. What the heck? That was random. It's actually pretty good though. I kind of yeah. I mean, it won a lot of awards for that reason, especially since this was done during a strike, all online professionally done to try to get the world back into theater. Oh. Well, i just still confused by the laundromat. Whatever. I mean, I don't really know. Maybe it was just sentimental because that's where they met. <laughs> sure, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, look, we met at the laundromat, which means every day you must be at the laundromat. I guess so. I don't know. I forgot about Moist, though. What was his purpose? <laughs> to deliver a letter in the beginning and he would just like be at the party in the end. I think so. He was okay. like the lackey. <sighs> well, that's it. All right, that's it. I feel like I wish we had, like, I don't know. I always just choose random ones. But, like, there's some that are, like, not, they're not extremely well known musicals, but, like, they're kind of well known. But I still, like, I don't to do them. But, I mean, you can do them. I'm just trying to pick ones that most people really haven't heard of. Okay. Because kind of that's Drowsy them Let me do Drowsy Chaperone. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> no. Anyway. I do not know if I was loud to you because you said, so, like, do things out of my comfort zone. And then we never do it. <laughs> Mine is out of my comfort zone. Your, oh, your musical. I was talking about the coffee, but. Oh. Because there's just a, yeah. Okay, fair enough. But this one, I was going to say, my musical, I had no idea even what it was, so I just kind of went with it. That one's out of my comfort zone, I guess. All right. Anyway, I think that about sums up today's episode. But if you Yeah. Think. I still it. feel so out of it. I'm so tired. Too. I don't know. We're going to be recording the next episode right after this. so I don't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know. I don't either. <laughs> we probably should have thought this through. It'll be a surprise for both of us. <laughs> for all of us. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you so next, we next week, everybody. everybody next time. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.